Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Fabi Pressler with Spark Publications. Welcome. Good morning, Lee. It's great to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Spark. How are you serving folks? We are serving folks by really helping them to tell their story, infusing their personal story, packaging up their knowledge, and then bring that into beautiful books that help them build their business. Now, how did you get involved in the uh, helping authors get published business? It really started with my personal story of being a first-generation American born to um, French parents and just had a, a great life story situation where the, my parents had started a restaurant, didn't have um, business knowledge, and through that lack of business knowledge, we ended up losing the restaurant, which we lost our home, and it, you know, gave us the great opportunity to have a family friend in a different state, open up their home and, and have us um, live with them for a little while. But the whole story really helped me to realize that I had a voice and I had a story. I didn't know what to do with it because that was, you know, the, the year before my senior year of high school. But it really set this tone for my life to where I was able to do a lot of things for for myself and really, you know, kind of fostered that entrepreneurial spirit. And ultimately, I started my first company when I was 22. I didn't have all the business knowledge, a little family history there, right? <laughs> and so ended up um, losing that six years later. But I've transformed the company I have now, which is Spark Publications, several times with the focus on designing and producing books, magazines, and specialty publications. Um, my team and I have a evolved our services over the years to become an independent publishing firm and helping professionals, which are business owners and corporate professionals to really publish their beautiful and effective books, ultimately to grow their business or their platform. So now what um, kind of draws you to the, the written word? Like how, what, um, where do you see the power in that? And where do you see maybe people having an ability to leverage it in ways that they're not seeing? For me, it was packaging not only the written word, but the beauty of how the written word can be pulled together. And the beauty of all that is to be able to leverage well-organized, well-packaged knowledge in order to help them grow their businesses. So it's it's helping them build their platform in a sense of, you know, increasing credibility in finding ways to be able to, to share their stories in, in different ways. I mean, we've had clients who wanted to leverage their TV segments with a book that could help them stay connected on their cooking show. And we've had other clients who wanted a valuable and branded book in order to, you know, continue growing and sharing um, her knowledge in workshops and another generate higher level speaking. So there's a lot of different ways to leverage and package that written word, that packaged word in such a way to really intentionally grow that business. Now, um, I guess the layperson maybe doesn't understand how the whole process works. And obviously, you're an expert in, in every aspect of this. 
But what are some of the myths around maybe a bestseller or even going about considering yourself worthy enough to be an author? Well, it's kind of the same principle about being worthy enough of being a business owner. I mean, it's it's really having something valuable to somebody else. And there are definitely some myths about bestsellers. I mean, a bestseller standard way back, you know, when or even earlier was to have a minimum of 5,000 books, right? But in contrast now, an Amazon bestseller, you can update, it's updated like once an hour, and it's broken down into categories. So if you work work it really well, you could release your 99-cent ebook and pre-sales at 1 a.m. in an obscure category, and you can actually get to supposedly claim a bestseller status with only having sold under 20 books. So it's it's really kind of being really clear on what you need on a book. So, you know, you're saying, you know, the lay person, and it's really happening having that entrepreneurial focus and knowing what your mission is for the book and for that audience. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not about being a bestseller. It's really about having a really great component of your business that, that you can really, you know, leverage and put out there. So then maybe it would make it clear if we just walk through the process of um, how it works. Like say I come to you and I'm a business owner uh, and I say, you know what, I think I have an idea for a book, or I think I would like to publish a book. So walk me through like some of the questions you're going to ask me. Okay, well, first, all of our client books are part of an author's broader mission. So their successes are celebrated by how the book has helped to either build their platform, attract and land new clients, or speak on bigger stages. But keeping in mind that there's... Um, you know, there's a couple, there's a couple things that are really important to get, you know, your mindset on it's what's the goal of the book. You know, it's what is it that you need to do with it? So know what you need your book to help others do. We just shared a couple things that, you know, people wanted to do to build their platform. But the second one is, is who's your audience and market and what do they need to learn from you? I mean, that's a really big one. And number three, it's, What's valuable knowledge, what valuable knowledge do you personally have that you can share? So how can you align your knowledge along with your credibility? How does it differ from what others are saying and sharing? A way to do that is really to infuse your personal story into the business knowledge. Four, organize your content. That's a huge one. To get started, collect all of the content that you've already written, you know, whether it's part of your business business knowledge, um, the blogs that you've written, proposals, white papers, websites, workshops, and speeches. Just really kind of pull all that content together. Let's go with five, write an initial table of contents. Now, I'm not saying an outline because we found that professionals and business owners not always wanting to be rigid. <laughs> and so finding a way to writing that initial table of contents can, can really help you pull all the bits and pieces of information together to be really valuable. Uh, six, start writing, writing consistently and often, often, uh, you know, set a timer, write every day, schedule blocks of time each week. And me, I'm a weekend blitzer. So I don't have the time during the week to do, um, you know, a scheduled writing and keeping in mind, I'm not a writer. 
this is this is really a mindset for business owners and getting that copy out, getting the stories out, and then working with a really great editor that we have on staff where we can work with a ghostwriter. But it's really about organizing all that you already know into a way to share that. Now, when you're working with people, is this a do it for you? Is it do it with you? Like, how does a relationship work? Is Are you giving me the homework to do that I'm... Uh... It's very collaborative, yes. So you will have homework in organizing this and writing your table of contents. There are definitely packages and options to where we've had a professional that came and said, I know I need a book. I do not have time to write it. And so we did it more of a speak your book type of thing. We did it with a ghostwriter. So there's there's different options for a busy professional to actually get that information out of their head and professionally written and edited down on the paper. So either through a ghostwriter, which is very expensive, and it's a lot less time for the owner to create this book but you know so do you have the time or the money (laughs) so if you can if you can take the time then there's a lot of great pre-manuscript steps that we guide our authors through and these authors are authorpreneurs they're not writers they're business owners and professionals who can write a proposal can write you know a presentation but a book's a whole different thing so yes we guide them through it it's homework based unless they really just want to be able to have somebody else do it for them it's a very very collaborative and fun process and then at the end of the day though you're going to take it all the way through having an actual book in their hand if they want a like a hardcover book or a, a paperback oh, absolutely book, right? yeah absolutely and that's where our specialty really steps in is creating that that cover that's highly marketable that cover that really attracts and um, pulls in your audience. And then when they open up the books, the, the design and the formatting on these books really are meant to work directly with the audience, whether it's, you know, kind of an interactive book that requires reflection, reflections and journaling, or, you know, is it a how-to book and has processes, or maybe it's a beautiful coffee table book and it's beautiful photos along with the, the story. But it's primarily nonfiction. That's your specialty? All of it's nonfiction. Yes. Yes. And that's because the purpose is part of a grander purpose in order to help grow those businesses or the nonprofit. So it's it's a story that's true. It's a reality of the the content, the facts, the knowledge. Yes. All nonfiction. So now as uh, we've been kind of adapting through this pandemic, has this uh, kind of impacted your business has this like have you had to make kind of a lot of changes because i would imagine a lot of your business is kind of virtual you know you're dealing remotely with people that are not coming physically into your location well we have a brick and mortar firm and my husband who's also our it person and our creative director really got us moving in virtual and you know within a week so that was fantastic as far as the surprises we were really hunkered down to have no new authors come in during the the shutdown. But to our surprise, we had nine new authors come in just within the first, what, five months? 
Wow, that's amazing. So it was very amazing, especially since we only take on about 20 a year. I mean, that that was a, <laughs> you know, that's almost 50%. So that was huge for us. Now, do you think it was because they saw the time now and they're like, "Hey, I can make time for this. This is now." They looked at it as an opportunity rather than a hindrance. You know, I was wanting to be able to say it's because times were shut down, but what it was is that all of these authors really saw that having so many so many businesses shut down, that life is going to look very different, you know, for us in nine, six, you know, 12 months from now. All of these authors were business owners with businesses that are still working. So they actually doubled down and created an opportunity to be able to be even stronger when we came through on the other side. Now, do you think a, a component of a person choosing to author a book is their legacy that they want to have something that is, you know, kind of outlives them? There definitely is a component to that. Um, some of it is it's more of a more current type situation to be able to share their knowledge, grow their business, but also some of them are not to go from one to one anymore. They're wanting to go more from one to many. Um, we had the opportunity to do a beautiful book of um, wine facts for Steamboat Winery in Colorado. And that one is definitely a current piece to put in the wine baskets, but it's also a beautiful legacy piece for her and her family. And yeah, there's, there's quite a few components to what a book you know, kind of resolves for each of these business owners. It's partially legacy. And every one of them will tell you that towards the end, because they're so proud of actually documenting, you know, whether it was a history piece, whether it was their business journey, whether it's, you know, all these great facts and figures. And it must be very rewarding work for you and your team to be able to help that come to life and to actually give them something that they can hold in their hands that is this kind of a long lasting piece of oh content. Oh my gosh. Yes, we absolutely love it. We call it birthing a book <laughs> because, you know, ultimately we're all working so creatively and intently on each of these books that it is, it's a beautiful process and we're really proud of it. And, you know, so proud that, you know, we like to help enter it into competitions, you know, taking this book and, and wanting other, other industries and other people that sometimes that go beyond the client's initial audience to be able to, you know, have judges see the books, win an award, an industry award, which fortunately our client work has won over 200 industry awards. And we get to leverage each one of those awards and celebrate the client. So yeah, we're real proud of the books. And that's something that is part of this, um, of your objective of helping the client achieve the objective that they desire. And some of which is taking this book that you've helped them create and leveraging it to get awards. That's something that is another added benefits of going through the process with you. It really is. It's that cherry on top. So all the hard work's done, the successes are coming in, businesses are being built, platforms are increasing. And then all of a sudden you get to celebrate a wonderful opportunity to, you know, get some national recognition, whether through a independent publishing award or a huge marketing award. Well, um, you're part of the GWBC. How has being part of that organization impacted your business? I have loved the mentorship opportunities through GWBC. 
we haven't um, we haven't been able to leverage actual opportunities through the work, but being able to learn how to do things in my business better and being able to meet some of the corporate partners and celebrate being able to be a woman in business. And I don't know, it's um, it's something that I will continue being a member of and, and being part of. It's um, it's a, a really great community of of women that have a, a an intense focus on their businesses, and I love that part of it. Now, I've had the pleasure to interview um, quite a few women business owners. A lot of them are in industries that are male dominated, so they enjoy having this camaraderie with um, women that are going through the similar things that they are, maybe in a different industry. Is the publishing industry a male dominated industry? You know, I really don't know. Um, there's a huge corporate component to the publishing industry. I've stayed in my lane of being on the independent side. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I I work really diligently and focused with our clients. Um, you know, our clients are a mix. I mean, sometimes it seems like we go on a wave and there's a lot more women that are publishing their books and then we'll turn around and we'll, you know, have five amazing um, books written and published by men. So again, being more focused as a small business owner, you know, I haven't, I haven't stepped into the greater, larger part of the publishing industry. So I can't honestly answer that question as I'm rambling. So I apologize for that. Well, it sounds like your clients are um, men and women. They're just business folks. They are. They really are. They're all, they have an entrepreneurial mission for themselves and their businesses and their lives. And so that works really well with having a small independent publishing company. So now if there is a business person out there that's thinking about publishing a book and maybe using it to leverage and grow their business, maybe win one of those awards, um, what's the best way to get a hold of you or somebody on your team? Reach out directly to us from at in, info at spark publications.com. If you want to poke around on the website, we've got some great things there at sparkpublications.com. Well, Fabi, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Uh, You're doing important work and we appreciate you. I love being part of it all. Thank you so much for this opportunity. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.